Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Hi there and welcome to the COB. It is the 9th of October and it's a Friday. I'm Nadine Blaney here with Scotty. David Scott, how are you today? I'm great Nadine, how are you? I'm pretty well, thank you. It's a Friday and it's, yeah, look, a little bit of a rocky end to the week, but overwhelmingly positive, you got to say. Yeah, it's, uh, look, all things being equal, it's been... For equities, I should say. No, on equity markets. You know, uh, before I came in, I was just checking how the uh, Chinese markets are going and uh, having a rip-roaring day after the, uh, the Golden Week uh, holiday. So that's gone and helped filter through to optimism across the region. So uh, we're not uh, enjoying the same kind of gains we're seeing there, but uh, more than 5% uh, gain for the week for the, uh, for the local market. But, uh, I think we'll take that every day of the week. Yes, certainly so, especially when you consider what a week it's been. I mean, this time last week, we were talking about the U.S. president testing positive for COVID-19. At that time, there were questions as to whether the election would go ahead, whether he would come through it, you know, how badly he would get symptoms, if he was symptomatic, asymptomatic. And it just feels as if seven days later, it's not even the biggest story anymore, if you can believe that. Yes, he is still COVID positive, but the White House is saying that he will start to continue with his functions come Saturday. Uh, the presidential debate committee is saying they still want to have that debate virtually and they're not going to change their mind. And the president is saying he's not going to take part. I mean, it's just, it's such a headline driven market, but when it comes to stimulus, uh, still hopeful it's going to get done. I, I don't know. If, I don't actually think that's, that's really the narrative now when it comes to stimulus before the U.S. election. Yeah, I think uh, the best case scenario is probably in the first quarter of, uh, of calendar year 21 that we'll expect to go and see anything at this stage. Anything that comes through now might be a little targeted one, but even then the Democrats have said that they're not interested in doing such a deal. So uh, this, this thing that uh, no markets are rallying on stimulus, I think it's a little bit uh, of a furphy. I think we're going to look at other things like what's going on, like central banks uh, you know, doing extremely uh, aggressive monetary easing. Uh, there's very little places for other people to go and hide when it comes to returns. So uh, the equity market, when there's no bad news out there, at least, uh, everyone piles in. And that's what I think we're seeing at the moment. Tina, there is no alternative. And of course, I've been speaking with a lot of guests, even from the states that have said the market is now pricing in a Joe Biden win, increasingly so. And you can see it in some price action when it comes to different sectors of the market, even pot stocks. I had a conversation with Alex from Stake earlier on today, and he was saying pot stocks have been doing well because, of course, Biden will be continuing the push of decriminalization of uh, marijuana, of recreational marijuana. So there you go. Uh, but so we've sort of, I guess, put the focus back on the U.S. when we also had a really big week here when it comes to economic data. Super Tuesday, RBA, Budget 2020. It was a big one. I mean, massive spending, the type of spending we haven't seen really the likes of ever. Uh, well, how much wiser are we as to the bridge that has been built over this pandemic Fridays as opposed to Monday, Scotty? 
To borrow a phrase, none the wiser. I don't think. I, uh, I certainly don't think that there was anything in the budget that we didn't already know about beforehand. I was waiting for Josh Frydenberg to go pull the proverbial rabbit out of the hat throughout his speech, but uh, the leaks were so uh, so <laughs> so prevalent beforehand that uh, there was really no surprises whatsoever from my perspective. Um, I'm sort of I'm also looking at the market reaction to it, uh, and I thought that uh, everything was pretty much like known beforehand. So some interesting price action since the uh, the budget, obviously very bullish in nature. I also wonder how many people are looking at what the commentary from the RBA. You know, more talk that I uh, know they actually might start conducting quantitative easing as soon as next month. If it does that, that's going to go and you know, depress their no longer data yields, force more money out into uh, the riskier asset areas, including the equity market. Okay, so when it comes to the budget reply. We heard more about childcare coming from the opposition, of course, doesn't mean anything because they're not in government, but certainly coming through and uh, rebutting some of the criticism that was made of the government's budget. There's nothing much in there for women, but, you know, even looking beyond the gender of childcare subsidies, it, it goes beyond gender, right? It's, um, it's about productivity. It's about making it easier for people who have children, whoever they are, to get back into the workforce and yes, contribute. Absolutely. Whether it's a man or a woman, uh, we all know that uh, in the majority of cases, it's, uh, it's the, uh, the woman who goes and takes care of the child uh, in those, those earlier years. But uh, to say that it's just women is, uh, is a furphy. That's not correct. But uh, regardless, what it comes down to is I think we need to be more supportive of young parents in this country uh, and go and give a more a palatable uh, option than either being punitively uh, taxed to the point where it's not actually worthwhile working, so you don't work. And then if you do choose to work, you go and pay all your, uh, your income to go and pay for childcare. And to me, that's not a very good scenario. It creates a disincentive for, uh, for many people to go and work. Uh, I think there should be a better alternative. So hopefully, uh, I know the budget reply speech from uh, Anthony Albanese will be the start of a longer debate and a longer move towards uh, know how we go and deal with not only the side of childcare, but also uh, general views about you know, child rearing in the workplace. Uh, there's still like a lot of places out there where it's looked negatively upon. It's a fact of life. The fact that we're all here is, uh, is testament to, I uh, know this is something that's necessary. So I think we need to be more open and more supportive moving forward. Okay, so I spoke with the former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull in the wake of Anthony Albanese's budget reply speech to get his thoughts on not just that, not just his thoughts on childcare, of which he was very forthcoming, but also in terms of the government's budget. Was it big enough? Was it was it, you know, did it have vision? Uh, he talks about the coalition's energy policy. He talks about innovation. He talks about, you know, the R&D tax incentive changes. It was a wide-ranging interview. I tried to get in as many questions as possible, but look, it was, uh, it was a long one, but I was still running out of time. You can access that interview via the show notes. But when it comes to criticisms that the budget didn't allocate enough to infrastructure spending, and Malcolm Turnbull said that governments are often at risk of structural overspending during these times of crisis. So he said he did not agree with the, um, the suggestion that the government did not spend big enough. He doesn't think that they'll regret not going OTT when it comes to stimulus. We had a number of fantastic interviews on the uh, program today. I can just encourage you to get to the website or the app to listen to them uh, via the show notes. You can listen in to Rudy Philip van Dyke and Elizabeth Tien from City to get their views on the market. City still very much bullish on equities going forward. And back to equities, Frontier Digital Ventures was the stock of the day. FDV is the ticker code. It is an online classified business, but it is in some emerging markets. Pakistan 
stands out. Uh, we sat down with two of our expert guests. June Lu from Tribeca Investment Partners starts the thoughts on FDV. So this business um, clearly so far has done quite well, but yeah. um, to me it is at the very high risk spectrum um, of you know running those businesses, and uh, and it seems like it seems like they're quite spread out across many markets. Mm. So you know, do you need scale? You know, uh, we really do need to see that track record of building those businesses, really driving that organic growth within yeah. those space. Um, so for me, sorry, that's a long way of saying it is um, it, it is too early stage for me. Right. I'm much rather to be playing through our existing uh, big established players such as real estate or seek my play to this one would certainly be to hold and wait till it potentially went back to a dollar 25 or a little bit lower right. generally uh, when stocks do a capital raise uh, they'll come back to where that capital raise price is it's just okay. sort of generally how the market will react and so i think there might be some value uh, that you could pick up with this one they do acquire a fair bit and certainly you know, just looking at their sort of overall report for, for uh, um, the last year and revenue was fairly flat down 7%. So um, it, it is a little bit of a tough business and potentially they're talking about temporary lockdowns with COVID also hurting them. So yeah, I, I think you'd wait, wait till $1.25 then I'd reassess so it, it, it's a hold. Okay. And that was Adam Dawes from Sean Partners and his view on FDB. So safe to say, Scuddy, it was a hold from both of the uh, the experts. Exactly right. So uh, nothing doing there when it comes to the uh, Ausbiz fund. Okay, so coming up on Monday, looking forward to a brand new week. On Monday, we get household impacts of COVID-19 from the ABS. Look, it's just color, Scotty. It doesn't really, it definitely doesn't move the markets. And we get China new vehicle sales. This is actually more of an interesting story. We've heard a lot about, uh, you know, auto sales lifting through this COVID crisis. And uh, yeah, interesting to see if that happens in China as well. We've got a lot of great guests coming up. We've got uh, the day kicking off with um, Brad Gordon, who is director and senior advisor at Hobson Wealth. John Noonan is back. He'll be telling us what to watch out for this week across the region. And uh, it goes on throughout the day. Gaurav Sodi from Intelligent Investor, Nathan Samasundaram from Deep Data Analytics are on the call. So put that in your calendar. Scotty, I think we should call it a week. It was a big one. It was a fun one, but you know. Uh, we've got uh, we've got drinks on now. Yeah, got to go blow up some steam. Watch the uh, steam count on my ears when uh, we're doing the uh, the, the final call. So the gonna, last call. The, the last call. I don't know <laughs> one of the calls, but you know it's going to be a good one anyway. So I'm looking forward to going and doing it, uh, and uh, looking forward to the rest. But uh, you're right, it's going to be another big week next week. So uh, rest up and hopefully enjoy your weekend. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you on Monday morning. See you on Monday. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.